Hey world, welcome to the podcast today. I have got a very specific message for a very targeted audience, but I receive consistent questions on tips to get your application ready for the United States Naval Academy. And going through that experience myself as a 16-year-old, that was tough. That was a really, really hard chapter. And if I can just help be a mentor for those who are also pursuing this dream and wanting to go to the Naval Academy, I am here to help. This episode is by no means sponsored by the Emissions Board, the Naval Academy, or the Navy. This is just my personal experience and what I saw, as well as my sister, which helped us both get accepted on our first try. And if you are not accepted on your first try, maybe some of these tips might help you bolster that application to make you more competitive. So we're going to get right into it today. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let's dive in. All right, this is crazy, but probably the number one DM I receive on a daily basis, but definitely weekly, is, hey, Lieutenant Hall, I'm trying to get into the Naval Academy. Can you please give me tips on how to improve my application or how to help make me look like a rock star? Holy cow. All of the time. And the thing is, I'm not even like the best person to ask because I don't think I was like the absolute best candidate in the world. But, you know, that's not true. I was probably a pretty good candidate. But still, I mean, I struggled. I for sure struggled. I mean, I say I probably wasn't the best because I didn't have like a perfect score on my SATs. Some of the people I went to the Naval Academy with had a perfect score on their SATs. who are you? Like, how is that even possible? I'm so normal compared to those people. But um, you know what? Today, I just wanted to share my personal tips and what I would tell you as the 17-year-old or the 20-year-old or 21-year-old, most likely high school senior or high school junior, who is consistently reaching out to me, who wants to know what I did and what I recommend. Um, This is not sponsored by Naval Academy Missions. This is not on behalf of the Naval Academy. I am not a Navy blue and gold officer. And the fact that I am in recruiting actually has absolutely zero to do with the Naval Academy. Um, We recruit for other officer programs and not the Naval Academy. But I do have personal experience in this area. And I did have to work very, 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 very hard for my spot. So I think that that will probably help to assist with this process because I can tell you what I did and then you can either take the dice and roll with it or you can not listen. Who cares? Um, But hopefully this helps you. So first, huge misunderstanding that grades are enough to get you into the Naval Academy. Again, I'm saying this as Lieutenant Kelly Hall. Actually, I'm saying this as Kelly Hall and not even Lieutenant um, because it's just an observation and it's kind of a known fact. Um, I need to look at the statistics one more time, but I think there's around like 19,000 applications submitted, 19,000, and they select on average about 1,200. So for you kids out there who are getting the perfect score on the SAT – Do that math real quick on what your chances are to get into the Naval Academy. It is crazy, crazy tough. So your grades are by no means enough. You should have stellar grades. I'm telling you that right now. 
you absolutely should have very competitive grades in very competitive classes. When I was a senior in high school or my high school transcript, I should explain, I was taking dual enrollment classes, AP classes, starting either my freshman or my sophomore year. So, I mean, the entire time in high school, I didn't just start taking them my senior year because honestly, your transcript really matters the most up until your junior year. So if you're saving all of your AP calculus and AP physics or whatever for your senior year, you're, you're submitting your application before that. So you really need to have those classes earlier on in your high school career and you need to kill it. So I think me and my parents, we strategically waited for me to take an AP course in math. I think it was AP Calc or AP Stats. I took that my senior year because I know how much I struggled with mathematics. So we wanted to push that into my senior year because then it would show up on my transcript when I was a junior and I could keep my GPA really, really high, which was smart because I think I ended up getting a B in my AP stats or calc class and up until the point I was a straight A student. So it would have dropped my GPA on my initial Enable Academy application. So you need to be taking those hard classes, period, dot, exclamation point. The SAT and the ACT, you can Google competitive ranges um, for, I'm trying to think back to when I was a senior. I think the SAT cumulative was like 1,600 total in all different subcategories. And I was, or 1,800 might do. Yes, because it was 600 in each category. I was not that person. I was not that person that was killing it in every single category at all. So my parents actually had me register for my very first SAT my sophomore year. And that was just to get me comfortable with the process and what the test was like and what they were asking. And that helped a ton because then I knew about, you know, the SAT, how to prepare, how to feel, kind of relieve that anxiety right away. So if you can do some of those practices, that will definitely go very, very far. And then I took the SAT seven times. <laughs> this has now become one of my most famous pageant answers because at Miss California USA, uh, they asked me a question on standardized testing. And I said that I took the SAT seven times to get into the United States Stable Academy. And I kid you not, I got nearly a standing ovation for that because I was like, hey, that shows tenacity. Um, and that really was one of the biggest standouts on my application because the admission board said, whoa, this girl's taken the SAT seven times. And the reason was because I couldn't hit that top score. So I would recommend that too. Whatever's in your budget, whatever you can coordinate with your family or parents, try to take it as many times as you can and get the highest score possible. Because again, that's only going to set you apart as much as possible. So that's academics. I mean, like I said, no brainer here. No pun intended. Like you absolutely need to be killing it in this area because the Naval Academy is freaking hard. <laughs> it's really, really, really hard. And I was smart in high school, but I got to the Naval Academy and I was not considered a smart kid at all. I mean, I took aerospace engineering 
classes and thermodynamic classes and en- electrical engineering. And I legitimately built a robot in one of my classes. Like all of the things I did were insane looking back. And I had to take it day by day. And that's not even counting the standardized uh, calc. You take calc for two or three semesters, you take physics for two semesters, you take chemistry for two semesters. I mean, really tough classes that if you have more of a creative mind like I do, I really struggled with those because I think if I had gone to a civilian college, I probably would have done something with like the Bachelor of Arts. But the Naval Academy, you all graduate with a Bachelor's of Science. Um, So you have to be able to balance the rigors of those academic schedules, which is why your test scores are so important going into school. So prepare to study a lot when you get in. Um, But next, these are the things, this is the real, as you may say, meat and potatoes behind your application and what I think really helped set me apart. So first is grades and academics. Second is leadership. Leadership is so important. You need to be taking on leadership roles in as many areas of your life as possible. The people that get into the Naval Academy, they are starting nonprofit organizations. They're spearheading projects. They're the class president. They're student treasurer. They're doing amazing leadership things. And some of the students I've been fortunate enough to interview for ROTC applications blow me away. And they're all applying to the Naval Academy too. Personally, this wasn't even because I wanted to go to the Naval Academy, but I decided in eighth grade that I was going to run for class president every single year. And I was class president every single year. So I was class president from freshman to senior year. And you know what? I'm so grateful that I had the drive to do that because, again, that sets you apart. You need to be signing up for anything leadership, whether it's honor society, clubs, Spanish club, chess club, whether you are captain of your track team, whatever it may be, try to do it because those leadership roles is what they're looking for in future naval officers, and you need to have that on your application. Next. This is not a requirement, but this is something that I found as important as did my sister who also went to the Naval Academy. So you need to remember that the Naval Academy application is a whole person concept. And what I mean by that is it's not a standard application to college where really what they're focusing on is grades and maybe some extracurriculars. When you go into the Navy and when you want to go to the Naval Academy to become an officer in the Navy, you need to follow our mission, which is moral, mental, physical. So that moral wicket is fulfilled by your leadership and your recommendations and your peer recommendations. The mental is filled by your academic. The physical is fulfilled by your ability to compete and be an athlete. That's important. That's a standard that we have in the Navy. So it's not like your typical application to college. You do have to be physically fit. And there's a physical aspect and part of the application where you actually have to do that test. So you need to kill that test first and foremost. You need to prepare for it. You need to do your run. You need to practice your basketball throws. You need to do all those things to excel in that physical part of your application. But I would highly recommend trying your best to get a varsity letter because my sister, she did cheerleading. And again, this isn't admission speaking. This is my personal experience, but she did cheerleading. And at our school, there was no varsity letter 
for cheerleading. And I don't even think online there was even like a box for your application to like check like you did varsity cheerleading. So she ended up having to run cross country her senior year to get that varsity letter and put that on her application to make her more competitive. I ran track all four years and I also did cheerleading, but I mainly did track and I did cross country. So I was, um, I think I had like three varsity letters or something like that. But again, that helps you stand out and you need to prove that you are physically fit for sure. So if you are not, join a club, get involved, start working out because you absolutely need to be physically fit to fill that quota if you want to be very competitive. The next thing, volunteering. You need, need to be doing some sort of community service. I mean, get creative, guys. Figure it out. Volunteer in your church. Google some local organizations, Girl Scouts, you know, troop meetings, whatever it is. Get out there and start volunteering because you need to write about this in your essay. You need to figure out a way to show the Naval Academy Missions Board that you are the world's greatest thing next to Mother Teresa and you give back to your community. It's important. And that is what you're doing in the military. In order to graduate and become a naval officer, you need to be selfless. You need to put others before yourself. That is a huge part of being in the Navy. So you need to start exercising that as a high schooler or a young adult because volunteering and writing those things down on your application will go very, very far and it will speak a lot about you and what you are doing in your life and why you are making that a priority. Last, um, I would say things to start getting your application rolling and ways to start exercising that interest in the Naval Academy. They do host a annual summer seminar program and I I definitely went to summer seminar. I think it was the summer after my junior year, but it was it's so enlightening. I mean, I think that I was excited about the Naval Academy before I went to summer seminar, but I didn't like I didn't really fall in love with it until I went there and I like connected with people and I saw how amazing it was to share that experience with others and it really started turning changing the tide, no pun intended, for me, for the Navy. Because I, so a quick summer seminar story, um, you know, it's kind of like a taste of your plebe year. So the instructors during summer seminar are now graduated plebes. So your plebes are your freshmen. So they just finished their plebe year, which is awesome. Um, But so now they're kind of instructing you on what it's like to be at the Naval Academy. And every day you're doing something different. You're, you know, going to different classes. You're sitting in on some different lectures. And um, you're preparing and you get put in a squad, which is what you do at the Naval Academy. You have a squad every semester that you're attached to. It's of like nine or ten people. Well, the final day at summer seminar was um, – it's like it's called sea trials and it's essentially just a really really long time of doing physical fitness but you do like the craziest thing so you are running with like logs above your head or you're doing um sit-ups in the ocean or you're trying to like paddle out to the middle of the Severn River or just you're running these obstacle courses it's so crazy but um, you wear like these big baggy sweatpants to kind of like, you know, mirror the fact that it might be a uniform and kind of that same weight. So little Kelly Hall was 
a junior in high school going to summer seminar and I was probably like 95 pounds, <laughs> maybe less, 95 pounds. So summer seminar comes and I loved my squad. They were so awesome. I really connected with the guys and I had one other girl in my squad and everyone was just so motivated and super cool. So I liked them. And then by that last day, you're like, yeah, sea trials. I'm super, super pumped. It's going to be so fun. Well, it was funny for me because I was so dang short. I couldn't even reach up whenever they would like do the log PT where you'd all be running underneath this log and jogging. I would put my arms up, but the log would be like a foot above my head. So I couldn't even touch it. So I just run with like my hands above my head. And then the next thing is you, um, they, there were like some detailers. Those were the plebes running the camp. So They're in the middle of the Severn River, which is the huge river that runs through Annapolis uh, at the Naval Academy. So this detailer was, you know, I don't know, 100 meters offshore or so, maybe a little bit less, maybe 50 meters. But he's standing off the shore and he's holding a whistle. And they're instructing us to do sit-ups, do sit-ups, do sit-ups while, you know, we're – there in the Severn River and there's waves crashing over your shoulder and you're feeling very motivated and you feel like you're in some sort of like war movie and you're like, yeah, like I'm so strong. So waves are crashing over my shoulder and I'm in big baggy sweatpants and then I'm also in boots. So you do the math, you're in the water and you're in boots and you're in sweatpants. Everything's getting heavier and heavier and heavier. Mind you, I'm 95 pounds probably. So then they blow the whistle. And when you're, you hear the whistle, you're supposed to swim out to them and then start treading water. And then when they blow the whistle again, you swim back to the, you know, the sand and they start doing sit-ups again on the shoreline. Well, anyways, I'm already, I'm all motivated. I'm going to go swim. Woohoo. And this Severn River is like murky, gray, brown water. It's not clear. It's not beautiful whatsoever. So the detailer blows the whistle for me to swim out to him, me amongst 30 other summer seminar candidates. So I'm swimming, I'm swimming, I'm swimming. And then I start feeling my boots like fill up with water and I'm starting to like slowly sink. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. And so I'm trying to swim, trying to swim. My sweatpants and my my sweatshirt is now getting super heavy because it's all soaked up with water too. So I noticed that the, literally looking up to the sky, my head starting to sink underneath the water because I'm starting to get dragged down by that weight of my boots. And in that moment, I was like, this is it. This is how I'm going to go because I can't see anything. Um, and this murky brown water is covering my head and probably no one saw me sink down into the bottom of the river. Well, my classmate, John Luke Curry, he ended up becoming the brigade commander, which is huge because he essentially, by our senior year at the Naval Academy, he was in charge of all the midshipmen. So all 5,000 plus of us, he was in charge of us. Well, this guy, he was a junior too at the time. He reaches down, all he does is shoot his hand down. And I had no idea who it was, but I just grabbed it and he pulls me up. And so he's essentially carrying me above the water as we got ready to run back to the shore to do our next pair of sit-ups. And I remember just like seeing the sun and then seeing his head and he had like this glow around his head. And I thought, this guy just saved my life. And I kid you not, that's what sold me on the Naval Academy. Me almost drowning. I mean, I didn't almost drown. (laughs) I'm probably being facetious, but 
near-death experience. <laughs> and this guy just picking me up, not knowing at all who I was, and then carrying me to shore. And then we just kind of like went on about the exercise and continued seat trials. I was like, dang, that's pretty motivating. So that was my summer seminar experience. But you know, if you can't do something like summer seminar, you can still go to the voluntary camps. USNA hosts a ton of different sports camps and they have lacrosse and tennis and cross country. I went to the cross country camp since I was in eighth grade. I went every single summer. My parents sent me there and, you know, I, I got to know the campus. There were no surprises. I got to connect with a coach and that was really awesome too. So just try to really immerse yourself in as much as you can so you feel comfortable and you feel ready. And then on that note, fingers crossed, everything goes well and you're accepted and you've got your nominations and everything's just going smoothly and now you're getting ready to prepare for USNA. Um, so the first day is called I-Day. It's usually around end of June, beginning of July. So that for me was July 1st. You go through about seven to eight weeks of plebe summer which essentially is like our boot camp and you have to learn all things military. And I used to, we had to cut our hair and the guys had to shave their heads and you're in a uniform and you learn how to march and you do all that fun stuff. Um, but there is a way to start preparing yourself before you enter the Naval Academy. So real quick, here are some tips for you. First and foremost, you need to be working out. Plebe summer is going to be very difficult if you have not already established a workout routine. I was fortunate enough that I was a runner, so the running cardio aspect of it wasn't very, very tough, but it still was a lot even for me. So if you're not running and you have no cardio background, absolutely you should be running. Building up over time, 20-minute runs, 20-minute runs, 15-minute runs, and then eventually building up to 30-minute runs if you can. Grab an accountability buddy. Start doing sit-ups. Start doing planks. Start doing push-ups as much as possible at a to get to a place where you feel comfortable because all of that's going to make plebe summer 25 times harder if you're not already doing that yourself. So you, the day that you get accepted, you should start establishing some kind of workout plan. I know health is really, really important. Just – Staying healthy, not being sick, not going to plebe summer with any health issues. Absolutely do not want to get hurt and um, potentially ruin your chances of going to the Naval Academy. Um, lastly, well, not last, I've got a couple more things to say over here. Um, but you receive a little book. It's called Reef Points. Reef, that's R-E-E-F. And it's a tiny little book with all of our pro knowledge from the Naval Academy. So if you've watched the infamous movie called Annapolis with James Franco, they have little tiny books and you're supposed to memorize all of these facts about the Naval Academy. So in there, it ranges from the Naval Academy mission to the Navy mission to the ranks of the Navy and the ranks of the Army, the ranks of the Air Force and um, key graduates and honorable graduates and buildings on the yard and Naval history, things like that. They're all in there. And you have to learn that stuff throughout plebe summer anyways. So you might as well start reviewing it now and putting it to memory before you get to plebe summer because it's going to be 25 times harder to learn it when there's people screaming at you. So get your nose into your reef points and really get to understand that pro knowledge so that way you feel better equipped. Also, this is a pro tip. So hopefully you're listening and really paying attention. Hide 
your social media. 100 million percent hide your social media because you already, you need to detox it. You need to go through and delete photos or images that are not a great representative of the Naval Academy. And that even starts when you're applying, not even when you get accepted. If you're applying, you need to make sure your social media is clean and crisp because people look and you don't want some mistake from a Friday night football game to end up on there where maybe it's completely innocent to you and it's a prank or it's a joke or it's a spirit mission. I don't know and I don't care. But to an admissions board or to officers, we don't know what it is and it's making us challenge your ability to lead sailors in the future. So make sure you take down social media posts and you really filter through it. And then I don't think there's anything wrong with making sure you share your, from that point, you go private on Instagram or for Facebook because your detailers, again, we will look and we will search and make sure there is nothing that would not be in good light for the Naval Academy. So be very, very careful about that and know that social media matters and will stick with you. I know this firsthand because I was the public affairs officer um, for the brigade my senior year, and I did a lot of training with midshipmen about what was appropriate to have online, and that sticks with you and follows you in your career. So be really, really careful about those things. So in summation, I'll go over these tips one more time. Your grades, your SAT scores, stellar, 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 work hard, taking those challenging classes, AP courses, dual enrollment courses, and taking the SAT and ACT as many times as you can in order to get the best score. Leadership roles, take on leadership roles, get creative, reach out, start signing up for them. First day athletics, if you can make it work, make sure that you show that physical fitness and that athletic background. Very important to look well-rounded to the admissions board. Volunteering, community service. Volunteer your time so that way you show the selfless side and you can write about it in your essay. But again, another thing that sets you apart with other applicants. Summer seminar and USNA camps are all things that you could pursue. I believe they are not open this year due to the COVID-19 pandemic, but typically they're open in the summertime and those applications open around February and March. Last to prepare for your I-Day and your plebe summer and your entry into the Naval Academy, work out, make your health a priority, hide social media, detox social media, filter through your social media, make sure it's important, and lastly, study your pro knowledge to get ahead. So this is my experience and what I had to go through to make sure that I was equipped and ready for the Naval Academy and looked as best as possible to the admission boards because I tell you, it's tough and they care about who they are admitting to become future officers. It is a very strenuous process, but it is so worth it. Graduating from the Naval Academy, it did not define me but it did make me who I am now. I'm such a proud graduate and I'm so honored to be one of those few who can say that they graduated from such a prestigious place and challenging place. And it wholeheartedly has made me a better leader, better officer, and a better person because of it. So best of luck to you all. For all of you who have reached out to ask me for these tips, I hope that you find this really um, informative and educational. And again, 
it's a huge misunderstanding that grades are it. It is not the case. You need to be that well-rounded person, and I think that you can do it. So best of luck to all of you. Maybe go put on Annapolis by James Franco as your evening night movie and go get motivated. You can do this. Go Navy, beat Army. Hey, you. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. If you have 10 seconds of your time, please take time to go to Apple or Spotify and rate my podcast. 10 seconds of your time means the absolute world to me. Also, you can follow me and all of my upcoming episodes on my Instagram at misunderstood.podcast and follow me on at Kelly Renee Hall for any updates. Thanks so much for your support, guys. Keep tuning in on Misunderstood.